girls, uh, welcome back to yet another edition, your weekly instalment of the second best game news podcast on the planet. Uh, at this point, uncontested, you may call me titular protagonist himself, all franchise. That right there is the producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. He's still a slippery devil. He's still a slippery devil. He often misses his cue. I'll tell. I'll say that about him. He misses his cue weekly. The uh, if you're new here, what we do, me and old nice guy Johnny, there we have over sixty years betwixt us. I'm not going to say in the game industry because we have no journalistic chops. Uh, nice guy Johnny worked in game for a while there, but like other than that. We've never worked for a publisher or a developer or a a, a, a journalist, um, a, a dirt rag, a dirt sheet. Yeah. Which gives us an unbiased view, I think. You know what that I mean? gives us the opinion of two seasoned gamers, is what that does. That buys us the the benefit of being a seasoned gamer. Do you know, like, um, if I was to if I was to liken this to the wrestling world, you could call us gaming marks. Exactly. We can't be bought by any corporation, but we will buy corporations' games. <laughs> 100%. Even if I'm not going to play them, I'll buy your games. You want us to buy a game? Just show us, show us it for like a fucking 13 seconds. I'm in. I'll buy it. Take me money. Uh, we do break down a week's worth of news in a what? There thereabouts one-hour podcast for your listening pleasure. Johnny... How the devil are you this week, sir? Uh, well, I don't know if it's just like early um, month of the year, you know, if everything's back getting back to like, you know, work. Well, it's not normal. Nothing's fucking normal mm. about this entire situation, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, and everyone's calling it the new normal, whatever. But, you know, bloody hell, there's been some adulting done this week, which has pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just say it now. I found out today that uh, my job is on the line. A period of consultation, as they call it. Jesus. So, uh, it, you know, it's a crazy time to be alive right now, coming off the back of 2020 and all the shit that happened in that year. Mm-hmm. To then hit 2021 and you're like, right, this is the one that's going to slowly start getting better to find yourself then smacked right around the chops with a consultation period for your own position within the company. is like terrifying. Although... It's terrifying, and in equal measure, there's part of us that's like, this is the universe. The universe is speaking here right now. Take the plunge. Full-time. Podcasts, streaming, YouTube. Get in there, do it. But you know, every, Everything has opportunities, even the most shittiest things in life. True. But, you know, but, that's a, you know, that's a I, beautiful way to look at it, that, mate. Mm-hmm. If you believe in some sort of God or Jesus type character, they say, where he closes a door... He opens a window, which I find to be quite inefficient when it comes to uh, running a, a heat-efficient home. <laughs> you see, I'm 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 firmly on the side of science here, and all this weird quantum mechanic uh, mumbo jumbo when things can just happen by no. chance. You know Ra- what I mean? Random chance, you know, exactly. Random chance and stuff, but it all always leads to some sort of scenario. You know listen, I mean, I mean so, listen, let's if you want to lean into the science and random chance, like the universe happened through random chance, the entire exactly. universe. So there exactly. is literally 
that like if anybody's sitting on the fence about anything in their life right now listen to this podcast there the the un, the entire infinite universe just didn't wasn't there one day and then through random chance an infinite universe was born like so what's to say that you couldn't achieve beyond your wildest dreams out of random chance but you should probably hedge your bets and be in the right place at the right time putting the graft in you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean Hedge your bets. I work hard at this, but in case that doesn't happen by chance, you know what I mean. That's that's fair. That's smart. Seems fair. Seems like it seems a a fair assessment of the situation. Anyway, mate, I'm fully behind you. So well, I need whatever happens, happens, and we'll work it out. We absolutely fucking will. We absolutely will because I've got an incredible team behind us. That's exactly why. Whatever, whatever will be, will be. I know I've got the team behind. I know I've got the squad behind us. You think of any decent game that has a squad in it? That's Gears of War. Know what I mean? Marcus and Dom, and obviously mm-hmm. I know Dom died, so that's a horrible, horrible example. But before he died, <laughs> them boys. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> them boys was a team. Do you know what I mean? So Johnny, let's start this week's show. The same way we start every show, with uh, actually a very on point. What are you playing? And I say on well, point because one of the first stories we've got in the choice cuts is about the Resident Evil franchise, which obviously, to the keen ear out there, uh, you'll have immediately heard me say, "What are you playing?" And you'll have thought, playing. "You'll have thought, what are you buying? What are you selling?" That's the first thing that you thought, the merchant from Resident Evil 4. I, I know, I know, it's an incredible impression. Um, only made better by this brand new Elgato Wave 3 microphone, by the way. But High this, fidelity, this high. Is, this fidelity. is not an ad for Elgato. Uh, if they want to sponsor me, they know where I am. I've, I've made my intentions clear on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you have. <laughs> yes, I have. So, so uh, Let's move into what we're playing, and then the first choice code, spoilers, is heavy Resident Evil based, but uh, nice guy, Johnny. What are you playing? Well, I would have loved to have played more of this, but what I have been playing is Hitman 3, mm. um, released last week. Same, um, same. I have barely scratched the surface in what this game is, mm. you know, I've hardly got through the a lot of the stuff on the first level, I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest I mean, with you. But in my very limited playing, I can admit that, you know, this game is super confident in what it can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Based on Hitman 1 and Hitman 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to the point now where it's literally like, it is the most finely tuned Hitman game. And it's really, just, it's, it, I mean, it's so good, man. It's not even just so good. It's, it's to the point for me where if you want to just do the mission, like often it'll just tell you where you need to go and do the mission. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's just, that's, that's all well and good. And it's still a decent game. Then it's a decent game then. But when you decide actually fuck this noise, I'm not going to follow this, this, the easy path that they've just put in front of you and just went, look, if you just want to complete this mission, there's a path. Just follow this. And that'll lead you to the next one, and then follow that, and that'll lead you to the next one. And within 20 to 25 minutes, you'll have completed the level. If you say, fuck that, and you just start 
exploring, if you just start trip advice in that level, just th random things start to just uh, make themselves known in the world. And you're like, well, what the fucking hell is your purpose? And then you might yep. find something else and you're like, holy shit, no, surely that couldn't be linked to it. Oh my God, it is them too. Like, oh, right. Now, imagine if I found, oh my God. And you just start piecing these. Absolutely. You wouldn't have fucking thought of even looking for these things. And they're just, they're there. There must be so many different ways to complete every assassination of that game. And the thing that I find hilarious, I, I'm rather confident there's ways of doing assassinations in that game that people won't have figured out yet. I know it's only yes. been out a week, but like, still, they'll be on that first level. There'll be fucking ways and means. Like, some light spoiler territory here, right? I'm not going to tell you the end target, but within the first mission, right, which also appears in the choice cuts, by the way, within the first mission, there's here, here are the ways. Uh, there was the obvious way, which was literally the narrator. Your handler, uh -huh. if you like, takes you through the obvious route. So that's the obvious route. And there's two of those. There's two obvious routes. Outside of that, I found an explosive golf ball. And then I found a little station on the roof where uh, people were whacking golf balls out into the desert. I found explosive barrels. I found a helicopter. I found... Uh, did I find... I found something to do with poison in a drink. <laughs> there was just all this shit lying around the levels, and I was like, "What is what is this?" But I, uh, I superb game. Like, much like yourself, I haven't had a, I haven't got to spend a great deal of of time. Fucking hell, get your words out. Word soup. I haven't <laughs> got to spend a great deal of time. Absolute worst when you buy a fucking like a professional microphone, and the quality of the recording is superb. But your words are dog shit. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing worse. There's no software for that, I'm afraid. There ain't no software that's correct on that. Oh, my whiskey mouth. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no clip guard for a whiskey mouth. But uh, I, I, I haven't spent a great deal of time with it. But I've done the first mission several times because I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to see what it could do and I thought the first mission's yeah. as good as any to to get lost in and then the second mission uh, which is basically fucking Skyrim not Skyrim uh, Skyfall it's like a like which obviously IO Interactive getting the Bond license up yes also, flexing what they can do <laughs> yeah also gonna appear in the choice cuts I believe um, but it, it is just Skyfall to, to an extent it's very Skyfall meets Knives Out. I don't know if you've seen Knives Out. Also another Daniel Craig movie. Have you seen that one? Where he's uh, Benoit Blanc, the, I have, the I detective. Have, yes, I really enjoy that one. Brilliant film, that. But uh, I there's that second... and It was that second mission where I thought, I'm going to go a bit daft here. And I just fucking ran around, just put, like, I snuck in. And I was like, right, I'm in. What am I going to do now? And I'm starting to find different little little breadcrumbs again of like, oh, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. And then I found like a fucking, I don't know what I found. Did I find a hammer or something? I found some tool in the greenhouse or something. So I was carrying one of these. And then, uh, I thought that was it. I, what Somebody saw us and they're like, what are you doing in here? 
And I just said, ah, fuck it. And I just walloped this, this poor woman. I just walloped her with a fucking wrench or something right in the mouth. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's go wild. And then I just ran around this mansion just walloping people with a wrench. <laughs> so much fun. So Sinister. much fun. <laughs> just so much fun. And it didn't matter if it was a man or a woman. Agent 47 did not care. He was just exactly the same wallop right in the mouth. Kaboosh. It's just a fucking brilliant game, like absolutely brilliant. I, yeah, I just, I just wanted to vote because, like, again, it is one of those games where you can jump in, have your hand held, like you said, go through the motions, do some things, and like feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. But I get the most out of it where I, you know, I cannot just like, well, I'm going to join this party, <laughs> just you know, just just uh, blend in for a while, and just observe and watch, yeah. and like, like you say, you get so much more out of it. Like, um, there's a the, another one in that first mission. I ended up finding it was a different run like but it was one of me many runs on that first mission i ended up in a bar in a private area working the bar in a private area <laughs> and i was like what the fuck am i even doing here like there's a game happening out there and i'm just being a barman in a in a private area while these two women have a total bitch i was like yeah, i'll just yeah all right uh, yep i'll polish this glass that's totally fine by me yeah carry on just fucking brilliant game brilliant game so i'm hoping to get some more time but you know, there's an there's an inevitable release coming later on in this week, which I really want to devote some time to. Uh, are you referring oh. to the medium on Thursday? I am indeed, sir. Is it yes. Thursday yeah, it comes out? It is Thursday yeah. to the to the point where I'm trying to work more hours this week so I can take some of Friday to play it. That Humbly, is my plan. Like, what what is the game industry doing to me here? Tuesdays and Fridays, they were the yep. established game release days. Mm-hmm. Mondays and Thursdays. Yep. It's fucking All lunacy. Better off. All lunacy. better off. We'll be, we'll be getting game releases on a Sunday before you know it. Unbelievable, Johnny. Unbelievable. Um, so that, that's mostly what I've been playing, apart from some the obligatory stream stuff. But we can touch on that as well. Yeah, we can touch on that. We can touch on that. So me, I played uh, Hitman 3. I had a, had, a, had a ball with that on PS5. I also... Oh, yeah. Uh, that that's one thing we we did say we were going to compare versions. Yes, albeit I don't think I've played enough to compare it, but we should have, definitely have that conversation. Do you? Definitely. I mean, later. I will say, so far so good for me. I'm not getting any frame rate drops, uh, and so, some of the screens I've been on, some of the areas I've been in have been very fucking busy with people, and mm. I'm having mm-hmm. no uh, frame rate drops. The, the you know the, the performance is exactly it's like one of those things if something works really well you don't notice it and it's just i'm not i am not being pulled out of this world in any way shape or form but yeah so hitman 3 um i (laughs) i jumped into bloodborne (laughs) that was that was coming we knew that was coming the the amount i'd been talking about it and then obviously me kickstarter board game turned up and then i was like fuck it I'm, i'm gonna do it so I re-downloaded Bloodborne from the PS5 collection. So you can have my physical copy if you want it. It's there. Um, yeah, I, it's still a fucking brilliant game. Still a brilliant game. Still a brutal, still unforgiven. Um, but still, literally, it's like it was so different to Dark Souls because it encouraged you to be somewhat aggressive where Dark Souls didn't. Like that wasn't how you played Dark Souls, mm. but Bloodborne. Give, give, it, give us your Redux review. Go on. Of Bloodborne, do you know what it uh-huh. is? Having gone back to Bloodborne, yet 
played Dark Souls Dark Souls 3 I think I played Dark Souls 2 after Bloodborne so Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3 Sekiro uh, and then Demon Souls which yes granted Demon Souls isn't from software it's it's Bluepoint but it is it, it is a from software game at its core that Bluepoint have just remade having experienced all of those and then gone back to Bloodborne so having really like I've like I've I feel like I've I've almost had a relationship with From Software after I played Bloodborne for the first time and I know more stuff about it now. Do you know like they say you don't really know somebody until like you've been with them for fucking ten years or something. It's like I've been with From Software long enough now that I know things about them and I understand things about them that I didn't the first time I played Bloodborne. And knowing that, Bloodborne was an entirely different experience. Knowing that at the time I, I first played Bloodborne, I was nowhere near fucking remotely interested in the law. I was in it mm-hmm. for the the very surface level law of the game and the way the game looked and the, the just the vibe of that game and Yarnum like as a as a location to play the game in was fucking somewhere else. Um but I didn't really immerse myself in the law and haven't gone back to Bloodborne now. I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on this law that I didn't even know was there. And they don't push it, they don't even throw it in your face. You could do the full game without even knowing what the fuck was going on. But all you've got to do is scratch the surface a little bit and it just there's a deep, deep law in that game. And I can see why it's had a like a renaissance. Cause all it takes is a couple of people to go back and go, you know, I didn't give that I gave it a lot of credit, but I still didn't give it enough the first time. I so I, uh, I really enjoyed that. Like I really enjoyed dipping back into Bloodborne. I'm gonna keep just fucking about with it, um, just as and when I get the opportunity. Really, time is a time is a fucking limited quantity at the minute. But yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. Um. What else we've we been playing? Uh, Minecraft. Oh yes, Minecraft. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash the franchise Minecraft Mondays. We ditched Warzone. Normally we'd play Warzone Sunday night, Monday night, Wednesday night on stream. Ditched Warzone. Picked up Minecraft again. The old heroin. This thing that the this game that nearly ended me six years ago because I was just so fucking addicted to it. Uh, I didn't think that level of addiction existed in video games, and that mm-hmm. nearly took everything from me. and now it's dragged you back in just when i thought i was out they pulled me back in the uh i saw ended up streaming minecraft last night it was a fucking uh, what a night johnny it was a fucking brilliant night Uh, you know what i haven't been sleeping great and i slept perfectly last night it was just (laughs) you know it was just it's such it's such a fucking wholesome experience there was you play wars we play warzone three times a week and the state that Warzone's in now with fucking reverse boost and, and aimbots and walls and all this shit. And it seems like we can't get a stream without some level of blood boiling rage, which isn't exactly. healthy. It's not healthy. I don't care what anybody says. When you do it, and I mean, I say this as a functional alcoholic, when you do something that often, it becomes unhealthy. And that level of rage, that often is not healthy. Like we've played Warzone at a... I'd, I'd say not a competitive level at all. We're not in tournaments or anything, but like 
we played aggressively three times a week and have done since on stream at least since August last year. And before that, we were hammering Warzone just off stream. Yeah. So it got to the point where I was like, "Fuck it, I need something else." And we ended up getting into uh, a debate on hosting like a community stream on Warzone for the people who turn up like d- fucking day in day out on stream. So we had a like a collab. Obviously, there's one of the community, Princess and Fetterman, give her a little cheeky shout out. She is also a streamer and we collabed. So she was streaming her. There was a realm, there's a community realm. We're all in it. Uh, a Princess and Fetterman streaming it. I'm streaming it. It was just a fucking phenomenal night. Laughed, laughed. Not a bit of rage. Just, just. Whole- well, there was, there was some rage, but it was wholesome. <laughs> wholesome rage. It was hilarious rage. It was just such <laughs> such a wholesome experience, and then that whole experience was made sour, um, by the fact that my fucking yes. audio fucked on the stream and chat. To be fair, chat chat meant they did say like, "Look, your party your party audio is really quiet," but I didn't I didn't give it full credit for how quiet the audio really was because the audio was barely existent, like it was a muffled. Like a like a man in a, a man in a matchbox. Like if you put a borrower in a matchbox and wrapped it in three socks, that's the level that chat audio was at, party audio. And for the fucking life of me, Johnny, I cannot figure out what went wrong. That I've streamed on Xbox before when it was an Xbox One X. Uh, the only difference is I've now took the One X and replaced it with a Series X. All the settings are still the same. Or I haven't touched the settings is probably more apt. So I'm wondering if the Series X has a different fucking uh, smorgasbord of settings that I have to tinker with. I've got a couple of ideas on how we can potentially fix it. I might go the PS5 route uh, and pull the chat from the headset as opposed to the HDMI. I've got all the cables and stuff to do that, so I I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I'm just gutted because it was just a fucking brilliant night. I would have loved to have clipped it or... Pulled the vod, but never mind. Never mind. Well, we could always do some. We could always do some magic and pull the um the audio from pull the uh, audio Princess from and Princess and Fetterman's and we can redouble yeah. it on yours. Well, potentially, you know, it's not beyond, potentially, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. It's so. a lot. Of, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And let's be honest, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> 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 well, uh, so yeah, that's that's what that's what I've been playing this week, Johnny. Um, I think on that note, we should probably. Probably just get into some choice cuts. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump straight into them choice cuts, shall we? So, first on the docket, um, we talked about it last week. Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil Village, whichever one you want to call it. We had our little um, our little show, our little reveal announced. Well, it had already been announced, but it was more like a like a little showcase with yeah some, showcase. Some, some trailers, some information, uh, hosted by uh, Brittany Bromrocker, um, Brombacker, Brombacker. I don't know, blonde nerd. <laughs> her, yes. her from What's Good Games. That's who it is. Brittany from What's Good Games. Um, yeah. So we got our release date, May the seventh. Uh, did May we the seventh? We've. So I. I... I'll hold my hand up. I didn't think it was going to be as early as that. I think you slightly thought it was going to be earlier than that, but I'll yeah. give you that one. Yeah. Uh, the So the, the whole... Bri- 
now that we've said this, have we have we covered this story? I don't. We I, haven't, I, I we haven't think, covered the showcase. No, we haven't covered the showcase. Did the release date come out prior to the showcase? Nope. Because last week's episode was called Nostradamchise. So, what was our Nostradamchise about? Because you'd said that there's going to be some Resident Evil news. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's and all then right. As soon that's as right. we wrapped up the stream, the showcase was announced. Yeah, that's it. So you said you knew, knew it was coming. That's so. the one. That's the one. So, this is why I bring you on board, Johnny, because mm. functional alcoholism has destroyed my short-term memory. That and general <laughs> general aging. So, well, we now have a release date, May the seventh. Uh, funny. During that whole presser, it was heavily PlayStation branded. I don't know if you noticed, but I I don't recall seeing a single bit of Xbox branded. It wasn't until after the showcase that it was confirmed it was also coming to Xbox. I don't know if you picked up yeah, on but that. It, yeah, but it's interesting because it was the first time it was announced was on an Xbox showcase mm. back when. Mm. So, mm-hmm. mm. I thought that was odd. So, it, it, piqued, well, it piqued me interest, I thought. Well, there's, there's something got on because obviously what came, what came of it. So, mm-hmm. oh, definitely. Uh, I I suspected that we were going to see some sort of VR integration. Um, we didn't. However, we did get a exclusive PS Five. I don't want to call it a demo. Um, it's more of a it's more of an experience. It is. Uh, did you ever play Kitchen? <laughs> that's the first that one of the first things you put the VR headset on your own. Uh, yes, in your house. That was you, went, first... you need to watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very much like that. It's it's set within the world of Resident Evil Eight, but it's not a demo because there's no combat in this demo. There's there's no enemies in this demo. It's just uh, atmospheric glimpse into the world of Resident Evil Eight, uh, and that's exclusive to PS Five. So it was announced at an Xbox showcase. We have an exclusive PS5. Um, what do you call it? What's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a demo experience, isn't it's it? It's an experience, yeah. It's it's a yeah. It's a I don't know a, a showcase of the world of, of Resident Evil Eight called mm-hmm. Maiden, um, where you're trying to escape the dungeon. Uh, so that's that's there. Obviously, I was going to ask if you played it, Johnny, but. Have you managed to secure your PS5 yet? Just a little PS5, yeah, little no. PS5 update? No. 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 No, bloody scalpers. The scalpers are still out there succeeding where us normal I mean, folk... I say us normal folk are failing, but I'm sitting there staring at mine. I apologise. I, I, <laughs> I, say, I, I say that with half kudos to them because, you know, they're, they're exploiting a loophole in a system that's flawed yeah. and work, like yeah. works for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well done. Well done. Scalpers. I'm fucking... not good. I, I like if you're looking to sell it for like six hundred quid to a grand. I'm not buying it. So yeah, all I'm who, gonna say who is who wins? Who wins? Get it while the going's good, because in the very near future, PS fives are not going to be a rare commodity anymore, and there's a no, very no real thing. risk you're going to end up sitting on a fucking stockpile of PS fives that you're going to have to sell at fucking the price you bought them for. So that's that's all I'm saying. Get it. Get get it. Make here while the sun shines. Uh, we also got news that the game is going to ship with free online multiplayer called the Reverse, which I think Reverse. looked um, interesting, but also dog shit at the same time. I have <laughs> yeah. n- not one, not one piece of fuck 
given for Reverse. It looks as though it's just uh, Resident Evil Classics. Resident Evil All-Stars, pardon the pun. Um, yeah. Just every iconic character from Resident Evil thrown into a multiplayer shooter. Uh, not, not for me. Not for me. Um, really, really like the look of the visuals of the game. We got to learn more. And this giant lady is, in fact, a vampire. So old franchise was wrong on that one. I suppose it asked that once in a while. But yeah, a uh, lot. Of, there was a hilarious tweet that was doing the rounds, and it was like Resident Evil. I can't remember the, the ins and outs of it, but it was like Resident Evil needs to stop making such fu- these characters that just make people thirsty, because people were <laughs> thirsting over this fucking giant vampire lady in her like fifties get up, and then her what she called her daughters. They were just fucking triggering people left, right, and center as well. The sexy little bastards triggered me. I'll tell you that, Donnie. They friggin' triggered me. <laughs> Blood all over your face with your bloody inner side boobs all hanging out. Yeah, yeah I don't know what you fucking think you're doing to me. Cosplayers have already gone. The cosplayers have gone wild. I saw another hilarious tweet of a cosplayer who'd done a fucking cock on cosplay yes. of one yes. of the daughters, but the red ink had just stained her face. Yeah. Where she put like the yeah. smear of blood, and then she was like, um, "This has this won't wash off." And then it was just her and her normal civvies with just this red stained skin. <laughs> Fuck yeah. the 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 ups and the perils of cosplay. You know what I mean? So well, uh, you can go go big, go big or go home. Go big or go home. There's to be fair, this game looks like it's also got some um, hugely iconic characters. The 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 tall lady, the daughters. Uh, the I don't know if you saw the guy in the sort of the hat with the round sunglasses, long hair, beard. Yeah. Uh huh. He looked fucking interesting. Do you know what I mean? And apparently we saw it was touted that the merchant was making a return. Now, when somebody says to me the merchant, I think Resident Evil Four, which is why I go, "What are you playing?" It's that guy. What are you buying? Him. What are you buying? He's the merchant. Yeah, yeah the merchant. The, the saying the merchant was going to return, but the merchant that we saw. In that trailer, was uh, grossly obese, and, like <laughs> grotesque, and that—that's not the merchant I know. So I don't know if maybe we're gonna have multiple merchants. I don't know, but just again, just I was already hyped for this game. I'm already a huge Resident Evil fan, and this did nothing but pour fuel on that fire because it just looks fucking incredible, Johnny. I'm 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 just glad that they're progressing with like from you know what the but they changed it up with Resident Evil Seven, mm-hmm. which I'll admit I still need to have a good play playoff. Well, it's on um, Game Pass. It is, but so is it a lot of other things. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Thank a lot God of, for that. Thank, there's a lot of Johnny ass game games on there. Thank you, Game Pass. Um, but no, I, I'm just because considering how big the remakes were, mm-hmm. right? I, I am really glad that they're still putting some. Full backing to pushing the, yeah. the the situation forward, even though there's probably a lot more callbacks to some other stuff in this one, given like mer- the merchant and other things like that. Yeah. But still progressing it forward, so I'm I'm happy because in a world at the moment where it seems to be re- remakes and rehashing old IP, at least this this IP, albeit not new, it's getting pushed forward. Segway. Mm. Nice guy, Johnny. Straight into the second article on the uh, the, the docket. The, re- the rumoured Resident Evil 4 remake. 
which is all but It'll, yeah, guaranteed. It's rumored. all but yeah, all more guaranteed it's happening. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake reportedly delayed following a creative reboot. Uh, so I'm going to pull a couple of comments here from a Games Radar article um, mm-hmm. by Austin Wood. Uh, according to a report from VGC, the team that handles core Resident Evil and Devil May Cry games, Capcom Division 1, has now been tapped to handle the bulk of the Resident Evil 4 remake. Prior reports indicated that M2, a relatively new studio led by former Platinum Games CEO Tetsuya Minami, was put in charge of the remake after its contributions to Resident Evil 3 remake. However, sources say M2 has had its role on the game significantly reduced following its most recent project review, primarily because Capcom wants to take the remake in a different direction. So... If rumour be to believed, M2, which is this brand new studio, they were allegedly going to do essentially like shot for shot. Yeah, almost demon souls it. So the game mm-hmm. would have very little deviation um, and it would be just redone in the RE engine, which... It just continues to push the boundaries of, like, it's knocking on the door for, like, everybody's talking about, like, fucking Unreal 4, Unreal 5, uh, fucking, what's the Decima engine that Guerrilla Games use? People are talking about all these different engines. RE engine's sitting there just like, uh, did uh, did anybody see uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake? Uh, Yeah, we're better than that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unbelievable what what the RE engine can do is fucking nothing short of superb, especially for a horror game. Like when you you want atmosphere, you want shadows, you want just you want everything to look wet and horrible. RE engine is doing it better than fucking anyone. Um, so a, a Capcom again pulling from Austin's article, Capcom is said to be pushing for a less restricted approach that gives Resident Evil Four Remake room to incorporate new features and ideas not present in Resident Evil 4 itself. Uh, I, I don't know what you're possibly fucking talking about there because all of the great Resident Evil games that have come since were so because they borrowed from Resident Evil 4. Resident yeah, Evil 4 Resi- changed the game in Resident Evil. Resident Evil 4 continues to be... I'm not even going to say arguably. Resident Evil 4 is the best Resident Evil title in the in the entire franchise, and agreed. I, I and I, I I mean I love the first one. I think there's just oh, there's got, a special the place in my heart for the exact, first one. Took the words right out of my drunken mouth. It's special place in my heart. I remember, get, like ninety five, getting the PlayStation, and the games that I got with the PlayStation were, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Tekken. Was it Tekken Two? Was it, did Tekken yes. Two come out? Not Tekken One, Tekken Two. So Crash Bandicoot, Tekken Two, Resident Evil. They were the. Th- I'm sure they were the three, the first three games that I got with that console. And I've got a special place in my heart because the first Resident Evil, I had never, and I don't think anybody else had to be fair, never played a game like that. Ever. No. That that was genre defining that was a that was a turning point in the industry resident evil uh, but so then again it's like with resident evil 4 came out it was like 
Oh, I've never played a game like this. Yeah, oh shit, oh. it's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. So, you know, I agree with you in that sense. You know, just a remake of it in the Resident Evil engine, right? Yeah. Is, a, is an easy thing to tick off on the box, right? On the wall. Just like, yeah, we can do that. And it, it you know, it won't progress things. Now, I, I think, you know, Resident Evil 2 Remake is just a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Yeah, agreed. Right? Because of how it manages to build upon and improve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I see the, the, you know, how, you know, being not restrictive in that mark, in that sense. But, you know, what do you do to... Now, here's my take on it. Are they going to try and incorporate some stuff, you know, because, because the, you know, um, Capcom have this this two, two, um, two-edged two sword uh, scenario. They've got, you know, Res Evil 7 pushing the narrative forward and um, innovating in that sense. In the, you know, the mainline Resident Evil titles. Yes. And then they've got the remakes, which are kind of just like explore these things new and improved. Yeah. Okay. Now... It gets to the point exactly what you make about Resident Evil 4 being the linchpin, you know. Resident Evil 4 basically guided, you know, what we can do with the remakes, okay? Mm-hmm. But also, the gothic nature of Resident Evil 4 seems to be heavily influencing the um, Resident Evil Village, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Real. Particularly and also the probably first... Code Veronica as well. Let's not forget Code Veronica. Yeah, yeah. Why don't Agreed. we see a remake of that one? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you remember, we had a conversation about this on the podcast many, many weeks uh-huh. ago now, yes. and I called Code Veronica as the next remake. I didn't think yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I didn't I even agree. think they would touch Resident Evil Four. I was, I was, I would have went all in. I'd have put my fucking cock on the block for Code Veronica being the one to get the remake treatment. Well, next. maybe it is. It's all rumours at the moment, and everyone's decided it's nah, going to be Resident Evil Four I think it's, because it no, comes I think, three. I, I think it's all confirmed now. Like, especially what with all this, these reports coming out about it. Um, but yeah, if it is Resident Evil 4, right, I might, my interesting take would be, are they going to try and incorporate some of the features from the new stuff into it? Not, I'm not taking like, you know, first person, that kind of scenario, but mm. things in there like inventory systems or whatever, you but, know, and it, this, is the, this is the way to bridge the old and the new. But finally. the Resident Evil 4 inventory is returning in Resident Evil 8. The briefcase. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. I just... I, I so don't... maybe that, that's what we're going to do. Tie it in different ways. You know, like, watch Leon turn up in Resident Evil Village. She called it here. <laughs> nice guy, Johnny called it. Leon Kennedy, uh, Resident Evil, The Village. Well, we know Chris Redfield's having a heel turn, so maybe Leon will turn up. Maybe we will see our uh, reimagined Leon. Who knows? Who knows? Or... Heart, Leon. He can do who, no wrong. He's a who nice knows guy. Who knows? Or dare to He's got beautiful hair as well. Ever so soft. Exactly. Ever I so think soft. I relate with Leon Scott Kennedy quite well. You do. You have. <laughs> Except that I'm not a police officer and I don't fi- handle firearms. There was there was a time there where you had his actual hair. So I did. I did. Like we, we don't talk about that very often. We don't talk yeah. about them, do <laughs> The uh, Johnny will move on to the next little uh, slice of of choice cut there. Microsoft. Uh, in the space of 24 hours, announced it was spiking its Xbox Live Gold prices up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at the time, in dollars, we we're going to see an increase for one month go to $11, for three months, $30, and for six months, $60. So right. I'll, I'll, I'll that, just I'll just convert that to you. Yeah. So from six six ninety nine for one month, six ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Three months from seventeen ninety nine to twenty one ninety nine, and six months from twenty nine ninety nine to forty two ninety nine. There you go. 
So that was the price increase. Uh, less than 24 hours after that, because there was fucking uproar, can I just say, uh, we mm-hmm. get the following tweet from Xbox. Today was not great. We always try to do our best for you, and today we missed the mark. We hear you, and we're reversing our Xbox Live Gold pricing updates. Uh, that wasn't the only thing to come out of this. So also on top of that, now we see very much like uh, Sony already do. Um, the quote from Microsoft was, we're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the centre of their experience. For free-to-play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. So we've gone from a rather sickening price hike uh, which bore no merit at all. Uh, there was no reason being uh, because w- w- profiteering. Well, yes, essentially, I. But they didn't even they didn't even try. That's the worrying thing. They didn't even try to say like, yeah, we're jumping you from fucking. We're jumping in the UK, for example. Six months, we're gonna knock you up to forty two ninety nine. Uh, but for that, you will get, eh, like I'll give you, yeah. beh. Like your your service will improve by, eh, like they just mm-hmm. didn't bother with any of that, and then less than twenty four hours they revoked like revoked it. But for me, this has to be, and this isn't just for me. I've seen a lot of this chat on the internet. This move has to have been, fuck it, let's drive those who we still can't get into Game Pass for whatever reason. Let's give them no option but to jump into Game Pass. Yeah. Let's make what they've currently got far more expensive for them to go. Actually, fuck that. Why would I do that when I can pay eleven ninety nine instead of paying fucking forty three quid? I'll pay like uh, was it seven ninety nine for Game Pass just for console, eleven ninety nine for Ultimate, which is your PC as well yep. and your cloud. Like fucking, that's what it smacked off to me. Just fuck it like let's push everybody currently subscribed to gold not in game pass into game pass uh and i think the for, uh, the the want to turn around and claim some element of we listen to the community here but i, I calls them like i see them and i i'm calling that bullshit i think this was i think this was there was sinister undertones here there was a sinister mm, modus operandi shall we call it the yeah, it, 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 it smarts of a um, of a of a board meeting right mm-hmm. where it was you know literally you know the the the, um, the poster note on the wall was you know game pass subscriptions how do we increase you know what I mean yeah right and they've already got the, you know they've, they've pushed the, the kind of you know the deal of like you know what you get for it which is a good deal you know you get a lot for it you know what I mean there's people I talk to at work who are all like buying into you know Xbox and, and Game Pass now because of yeah. what you can play, especially with kids and stuff like that. You know, if it keeps their content like you know light yeah, for, yeah. For, for all families, you know what I mean. Keeps them heavy, keeps it heavy. Sorry, mm-hmm. but you know, there's always the thing of like, how do we increase this going forward? You know what I mean? You know, this is obviously a money maker. Mm-hmm. How do we get more money? And it 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 sounds like it's just come from that, and it's just like, well, someone's had an idea of well. If we increase the prices here, it'll drive people across. 
And then the conversations probably got onto, well, what is the price increase that will will inevitably drive them across? Like what price will make them feel just uncomfortable enough to push across without realizing that they've made people feel uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. you know, so at least when Netflix came out and said that they're increasing their prices, you know, it was kind of just like, well, you know, you've been demand like, like feasting on content through this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to make more. Yeah. This is the best way we can make more for you. So there you go. Whereas this just, like you said, it was just nothing about content. It was about, it's now new prices. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, yes, kudos for reversing a decision that made your community very unhappy. Kudos for reversing it within a 24-hour window. Mm -hmm. um, however... I feel like it was potentially, it was potentially the old fucking bait and switch, like the old. Um, uh, it was it was all part of a, a grander plan. Well, you think announce price announce it that, so the U term was always in the cards? Yeah. Really. Yeah. I, I, really. Part of us, I think it was. It was all. I'm gonna put my nice guy Johnny Cap on for a second, and just you know, this was all part of one big marketing ploy to make. Microsoft appear, Xbox appear uh, more um, uh, community f sort of friend, not community friendly, community focused. Like we will, we we will listen to our. We are fully behind our community. If you don't like something, we'll change it because you are our community. Like I don't know if it was all part of a bigger ploy. I mean, this, uh, you see, you know, if 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 that's the case, right, and that's what they were planning, right, I don't think it's worked because you know it's like you know, you turn and you turn again. It just makes you look like you haven't considered them in the first place. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just if that's the case, it's been overthought to the point where it's failed. Aye, because well, we're sitting having this discussion, so it's clearly failed. It's yeah. clearly I mean, failed. You know what you should do is concentrate on the positives, right, and just you know. Explain, you know, you know, you, you, you know, you, you're paying for gold. You could be paying for Game Pass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just make it clear. What they're like, this is the thing, right? It's you know, you always want people to, like, just the bet the people who have the best deals is when they tell you what the best deal is. You know what I mean? It like is. when I used to work, used to work in game. You know, the best bundles that sold when you were very clear about this is what you're saving and this is what you're getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. you try to be convoluted and try and like squeeze money out of people. The savvy gamers will just like I feel ripped off, and if I feel ripped off, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I'm stepping back. I'm stepping out of the yeah, situation. Yeah. Just 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 to like you know you know you know. If I mean here's here's my take on this, right? There's absolutely no way on this fucking planet that they could have done anything to Xbox Live Gold that warranted that price hike, right? N no fucking way. If they want to drive people to Game Pass and they're, they're scratching in the dark of ways to get the the last remnants of Xbox Live Gold members who don't have Game Pass. They're paying the same amount of fucking money for gold, essentially, mm -hmm. but they're just not using Game Pass and they'd rather funnel the money into Game Pass. Why don't you just fucking end Games with Gold? Why don't you just kill Games with Gold? Yeah. You will no longer be able to subscribe to what we call Xbox Live Gold if you wish to continue 
Game Pass is the new Xbox Live Gold for this cash, which they already have on every fucking website. For X amount of pounds, you get Xbox Live Gold plus Game Pass for seven ninety nine. If you want to pay eleven ninety nine, you get Xbox Live Gold, you get Game Pass, you get Game Pass for PC, you get the cloud. Like they've got the charts clearly there. All you do is you remove gold from the situation. If you want every fucker to have Game Pass, get rid of gold as an option. Do you know what I mean? That's that seems right? simple to me. I yeah. don't know what I, I, might, I might be missing yeah, something, no, no. but no, I know. I, I mean, like, it's weird because, like, you know, I, d- I hadn't thought about you know Xbox Live Gold obviously since I've gone to, we've gone to Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But just looking at it in front of me now, Xbox Live Gold, and you talking about it, it's just something terribly archaic about the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And you think you know, you know, you know, you're right. The best thing they could have done is just stopped and moved forward. You know what I mean? And if, even if they kept it but called it something else, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Xbox Live Gold just has an, its old connotations now. Just call it Xbox Live. Yeah. Call it Xbox <laughs> yeah. Live. And it's really basic entry level. It just buys you access to online multiplayer and it's five yeah. It's five a month. Yeah. There you go. That's it. We'll save you some cash. If you just want to come exactly. and play Call of Duty on here, you are in five a month. For that you five a right, month, you... you get friends lists, you get party chat. Crown. Microsoft and your, mar- and your marketing machine. You know, you could have solved it here. We've we've given you it for free. It's on a plate. Phil, uh, Phil, Phil, big Phil, call me, baby. Yeah. Call me, baby. <laughs> Let's work something Let's out. Talk. Call me, Let's baby. Talk. Invite, Let's talk. Put it Let's out talk. there. Let's invite him to explain this on next week's show. Let's see I'll what happens. Yeah, yeah, I'll tweet him. I'll fucking tweet yeah. him. Let's do it. I've, Let's had, do I've it. had the right amount of drink to think I tweeting Phil Spencer's a good idea. <laughs> Let's move on, Johnny. We'll move on to the next story because we've, we've still got a couple of we've still got a couple of bangers. Um, I might start. You can take the last couple uh, if if needs be. Um, oh, I need. Hang on, because I'll I, I tell you what. Out in the other room. I need the I'll, I'll tell you what. Then I'll run with it. I'll run with it. You. I'll produce you this week. Hey. Next. <laughs> next story on the docket. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The fucking the hits. <laughs> the hits keep coming, baby. Cyberpunk twenty seven round three. <laughs> So it's a huge 1.1 patch, right? Is has gone live. Um uh-huh. just to really fucking piss on everybody's chips. As if this wasn't bad enough. Patch 1.1's gone live. Um fucking they've patched a game breaking bug into the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is getting comical at this point. This is getting comical. So apparently, okay, there's a quest line. Uh, uh, the, it's it's a main quest line. It's your main story arc. There's a quest yeah, yeah, yeah. called Down on the Street, and for some players, as part of Down on the Street, uh, there's a holo call that's supposed to trigger uh, a main part of the storyline. Uh, and the this one point one patch, uh, some people just the calls just not coming through, or the call comes through, but like it's a proper pervert call. There's just nobody on the other end apart from heavy breathing. Like I'm adding heavy breathing in. The call just doesn't connect. Uh, so they they go to answer the holo call and there's nothing, just pure silence. And you can't actually progress in a game without that holo call not being a pervert call, not being a sex pest on the other end, just heavy breathing, just a <sighs> like it's just fucking <laughs> 
Like, as if... On your new microphone, that was sinister as fuck. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. This, this, By the way, this new microphone is where I'm going to do all of my pervert calls from now on because <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware of how sinister that must have been. Senior Project Red has delivered a workaround. Um, it's like a four hot or five fix, step. Hot fix. It's not even a hot fix. It's a, it's wor- not even it's a, a workaround. Not it's not like, all right, here's a list, like four or five things on this list that you We've have to released- do. We've released a crib sheet. Uh, here's, exactly. Here's a crib sheet to get past the bug we've just patched in. The game-breaking bug we've just patched in. Jesus Christ. Honestly. Jesus. Honestly. Um, it never rains, but it pours, doesn't it? Poo them. Poo them. Poo them. On the plus side, though, there's been... I think there's been far less noise on this. Despite the fact they've patched a game-breaking bug in, there's been far less noise. So I don't know if people... Have finally done. I don't know if like the vultures have stripped every last bit of flesh, and Cyberpunk's just like fucking Grim Fandango now. It's just a skeleton mooching about. <laughs> just fucking people are not bothered anymore. They're just like, oh, you fucked it again. All right, no worries. Uh, what, what else is going on? Oh, Microsoft have done what? Like, you know what I, mean? I think yeah. Cyberpunk's took the beating it's gonna take. Uh, and I hope, I hope they get a quiet period now where people just forget how much they hate and detest CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk uh, and they get a chance to just get their head down and fucking fix this shit. And then by the time they do get around to releasing the next-gen patch, when me and Nice Guy Johnny finally play that fucking game, yep. uh, it'll, be, it'll be the game of the year contender that we hoped it would have been. If they pull the bag out and it's it's game of the year contender, then you know Jesus. Aye, well, I, I don't think it'll ever be discussed as nah, game of the year contender. It's a long like. way to go. Yeah, but fair, fair play to them. Like literally, fair play. To you. patching in a game breaking bug for yeah, just fucking it. Right yeah. GGs. Yeah, GGs. I mean, no, no, I, 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 the, the the pressure, right? The pressure that you know. These devs must be under. Oh, right? absolutely! I, I right. do. I feel for the devs. Uh, my heart goes out to the devs, one hundred percent. I mean, you, you you talk about you know like lawsuits and class action stuff, and it's like you know you know it's the corporate bullshit, you know basically that needs to be dealt with. And these devs, all they want to do is make a game that you know that they're proud of. Yeah, and like just trying to fix things, and obviously you know you know jumping over so many hurdles and then falling over like a little one at the end that just, you know, is the, is, is the narrative get pick, gets picked up because I'm not seeing what the actual patch fixed. Was it crash fixes, more stability stuff, but I haven't seen any comment commentary on that, actually. No. no. Yeah, me heart goes out to the devs. Uh, and in fairness, I think um, I think the lion's share of people are all, we're all in the same boat as end users, that nobody's blaming the devs for this. Everybody is no. blaming top top level management, top tier of getting it, uh, and and rightly so, rightly so. Um, Johnny, we'll move on. I'm I'm conscious of the time, and we've still got a couple of stories to cover here. Let, let's uh, let's speed run this. Let's fucking segue. Oh Segway. shit, shit. Oh <laughs> shit, son. We discussed Hitman Three earlier in the episode, uh, and. The speedrunners. Now, Johnny, this fucking blows my mind. This. I, I, I had to read this twice. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's got. I, to be fair, I haven't watched how he's done it, or how she's no, no. done it, or how they have done it. Um, I, 
So, a speedrunner has completed the first mission on Hitman 3 in 8 seconds. 8 seconds. I, the first part of that level is you're on essentially the steel framework of a giant building in Dubai. And it takes me longer than 8 seconds to get off that fucking steel. <laughs> so how in the actual fuck has he done that in 8 seconds? I would I haven't watched it. I've read the I've I've read about it, but I haven't watched the speedrunner do it. I'm assuming there's footage out there. If if they're making this claim, they have to be able to back it up. I'd I'd be interested to see what they're exploiting. A lot of speedrunners exploit loopholes in games and mm-hmm. bugs in games to achieve it. I'd be interested to see what he exploits to do that. I think, or I she, think it's or more they. due to the fact where the targets are very early on in the level. Yeah. So there's like from an environmental point of view that that you can do that you can exploit the, exploit their location straight away and how players react to certain things. With, That's what it sounds like. Exploit I mean, it's complete. What, That's what I don't get because you start an equipment. Surely this has got to be based on changing your starting equipment. Oh yeah, there's there's nothing here. I'm sure the stuff here is like based on you know, when you've played the game quite a few times and actually can pick your starting loadout. Yeah. And equipment and what you can actually start the game with. Um, I mean, to me, I mean, fair, kudos, kudos, but if there was ever a game that shouldn't be speedrun, it's this one. Yeah, <laughs> but, fuck it, take your time, like, fucking be the ultimate hitman, you know what I mean? Like, Exactly, it's all about the um, Master Assassin. But, I mean, um, speedrunning itself is a giant community, so I, I get it. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm not taking away if, that, if that's your bag, baby, yeah. do it. But, if that's you know, your bag, baby... I'm pretty sure that when the devs, dev, or maybe they did, maybe they did when the devs made this, uh, how a, a speedrunner is gonna gonna do it. Fucking crap this in eight seconds. Yeah, eight uh, seconds, man. Though. I know, I know. It's painful because that's such a good level as well. You're missing out on so much level by just finishing it in eight seconds. Let's move on, Johnny. Next story. Um, how would you feel if I said, uh, you know, we've talked about the formation of Lucasfilm Games? And the mm-hmm. fact that EA no longer have exclusivity rights for Star Wars games. And we know we've got a, yep. a, a, an open world Star Wars games being developed by Ubisoft Massive, uh, the studio behind The Division 2. How would you feel if I said uh, there are rumours of an Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic remake not being made by Bioware or EA? Another studio is potentially handling a Knights of the Old Republic remake. I'm interested. I mean, it, it, whether it's it, it is it a is it an actual Knights of the Old Republic um, sequel or is it is it a, Knights of the Old Republic three? Yeah, or is it a Knights of the Old Republic successor? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Either way, I mean, I'm all I'm all for progression and people are taking things and moving on with them. You know, who can who can add more to this? So, I'd love to have another Kator. I would love it. It's um, so all we have at the moment is the fact that allegedly uh, there is a Knights of the Old Republic project, uh, and the facts we have around that project are EA and Bioware are not involved, and the term remake, the the term remake was attached specifically to EA, but now we know EA aren't doing it. It does open up the door for me of. Holy fuck, is this Knights of the Old Republic 3? Mm-hmm. And then again, do we need do we need a, 
a massive RPG like Knights of the Old Republic alongside an open world game from Ubisoft, which is essentially a massive RPG. Yeah, yeah. That's it's. I mean, are, are we? Are we? Is it, is it one and the same? This thing. Yeah. I don't think it's one and the same. I don't think. I don't think this is the open world Ubisoft game that they're talking about here, because it's specifically. Um, in in my mind, I think Knights of the Old Republic is done for, and I think it'll be a spiritual successor in some shape or form. That's my opinion. So, the the rumor, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, an IGN article here from. Um, my apologies, I can't find uh, Adam Bankhurst from IGN. So in his article, he goes on to say, as reported by uh, VGC, which is the Video Games Chronicle, the latest rumour comes courtesy of credited Star Wars insider Bespin Bulletin, who recently spoke, uh, who spoke on a recent B.O.B. podcast episode about the project that is said to be in development outside of EA and that we'll never guess who the studio is that's making this game. Amongst my digging, this is uh, a quote from Bespin Bulletin, Amongst my digging, I heard there is a Knights of the Old Republic project in development somewhere. I talked to a couple of people and I also found out that Jason Schreier said it's not with EA and we'll never guess who the studio is that's making this game. So a Knights of the Old Republic project, I think there's too much there's too much um, legacy attached to the title Knights of the Old Republic to not do it. So it is either Knights of the Old Republic, a remake, or Knights of the Old Republic 3. I think I'd probably prefer Knights of the Old Republic 3 if if I was given I, a choice. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to be wrong. But I, I, I also, think, I also I want you to be wrong. Be. There's a lot of stock in the name Knights of the Old Republic, I think. I think if you ask anybody on the street, if you just quickly hit somebody on the street and just went, name a Star Wars game, I... I think depending on the age of the person, you're either going to get something yeah, yeah. like uh, fucking Rogue Squadron or Knights of the Old Republic. I think that's the two you're getting. I think they're, they're the top two games. It's got a lot of stock. That that type, that name has got a lot of stock. But you see, I, I know the name's got a lot of stock, but it was the style of game that made it. You know what I mean? It was it was what it was. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just evolve it into something else, but well, you know, because you know, you play Kato now. Yes, you can be in full nostalgia mode, but you know, what's the appetite for a kind of you know turn-based RPG at the mm. moment? Yeah, true. Very true. Very very true. Because turn-based like now if the, is if the, app, if the appetite appetite was there was still for um, turn-based what you call it combat resin. Uh, sorry. Final Fantasy VII Remake would have been a completely different beast. True, true, but I think Final Fantasy VII Remake took a lot of its cues from the Final Fantasy XV combat, didn't it? No, it did, it did, and for the, for the, for the reason that Final Fantasy XV went that way, because yeah, yeah. that's that's the kind of how you're exploiting that kind of... Turn-based, turn-based RPGs you do, is you know, uh, it's it, a very it, niche it, market now. Exactly, I think going back to it, like, Kotor would be, you know, um, in, a, in its turn-based kind of way, it would be regressive. Okay, now, you know, then that so if there if it's going to be a Kotor three, 
it will not be a Couture game as we remember them. Do you know what I mean? So at yeah. that point, I'm saying what you know, you just you're just flogging the name in that that respect. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Watch watch out for because like the High Republic is the new Star Wars kind of stuff. Yes, coming out like comic and stuff. Watch a game come out for that. That's my opinion. No, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think it's it's absolutely coming. Um, we know we haven't had uh, a new expansion of the Star Wars universe uh, for a while, or at least at least an expansion that is removed from everything we know. Every Star Wars project we've seen, or every Star Wars um, piece of content, shall we say, has all been based on one era. All yeah. of it. Uh, and the High Republic is so far ahead of anything even to do with a single Skywalker. Like, it, it it's just an entirely new world. And we know we've got the books coming, of which I will be fucking getting them. Day one mm-hmm. on my Kindle, and I'll be fucking reading them like an absolute little nerd. I'll, not be st- I'll just stream, but the stream will be me reading a Kindle. That'll be it. <laughs> Uh, people just, will watch that shit. <laughs> just there'll be no booze at all. It'll just be a nice cup of tea. Yeah, right. Be... You'll be in your smoking jacket with a whiskey drinking him. <laughs> I probably actually probably nice fucking nice whiskey and I'm just reading. Hello, reading. younglings. Ah, Hello, yeah. foundlings. Ah, foundlings. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story. Your let uncle me, franchise is let, tell let you a story. Uncle Stream Daddy tell you a story <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. but i books comics uh they're going all out on this the high republic is the new face of star wars and it's it's in a time where jedis were fucking booming just like the jedi was readily available jedis were like ubers if you wanted one they were just there like this is a time before everything we know about star wars so the other thing as well on that is about you know obviously when disney took over and then did all things and now they've got some super producers involved tying all this narrative together yeah so they they, they made a big big um cut about what the expanded universe was and what's canon mm-hmm. and the, a lot of the expanded universe which i'll put Kator under as well yeah. went to legacy was it legacy yes legacy Stuff? yeah focus now on even the books and things that come out of what is canon Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of Star Wars canon, which again doesn't work with Knights of the Old Republic, in my opinion. So that's why I don't think we'll see a Knights of the Old Republic game. That's, I mean, you, the the Sorry. logic is absolutely the, the logic is absolutely sound, and I cannot argue with that. Uh, and if I was gonna debate anybody on Star Wars, you would be the man, uh, and I, I fully respect. And agree with what you've just said. So I will, I will t- tip my cap to you. Possibly, if they do get a Knights of the Old Republic, it'll be a remake. It'll just be a like, can. There's the game that you love, nostalgia-wise, just with a shiny skin on it. Yeah. Just, just for get, just for money's sake. But yeah, I, I think, touching on that High Republic stuff, it would not surprise me if one of these many Lucasfilm games or whatever the fuck this department's called again was it? Is it Lucasfilm Games? Is that what they call it? Yes, yeah. Lucasfilm Games. One of these new projects, of which there are several rumoured, is going to be a High Republic one. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll move on, Johnny. Get away from Star Wars. However much it pains us to say this, we'll get away from Star Wars, because again, I'm, I'm conscious of the time. 
Uh, one of the last couple of stories here. Vicarious Visions, the studio who did the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. The, they've got to be up there in the discussion of best studio to handle a remake. Um, narrowly behind Blue Point in my eyes. Uh, Vicarious Visions have been merged into Blizzard after they've had uh, they've had a collab relationship for a while, but I think Blizzard's finally just went. You know what it is? You fucking good at what you do. You use lot like so. They just fucking sucked them all in. Vicarious that, Visions that... now part of Blizzard, uh, and according to a new report, working on a obviously they are a remake studio, so this should come as no surprise. A remake. Yep. Of Diablo 2? Really? That excites me. Diablo 2 is arguably <laughs> well, yeah. like that is that is peak Diablo. Oh, we'll say Diablo 3 is peak Diablo because that's one we spent more time on. Uh-huh. Uh, for, yeah. I, like, I absolutely hammered Diablo 3 on. I got it on PC. I played it on PC. It came out on PS4. I bought it on PS4. I finished it two or three times. In fact, Diablo 3 is one of the only games ever that Lady Franchise has played. Uh, and she actively requested we play that game for months. Can we play Diablo? Can we play Diablo? Can we play Diablo? Um, then I re-bought it on the Switch when it came out on the Switch because it came out on the Switch as like a Game of the Year type deal where it was like, well, it was the, the complete edition so all the DLC was in there, so all the new uh, heroes that you could use. Uh, Lady Franchise again went a fucking ends to play that, so we we played through it again on Switch. However... One of the new classes was the Necromancer and I leveled the Necromancer up to a point where I was summoning like fucking, I don't know, about 10 skeletons and they just wouldn't go away. I I was such a high (laughs) level that uh, Lady P just didn't manage to kill anything because as soon as an enemy was there, my horde of skeletons (laughs) were just like, rabble, 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 rabble. And then that turned her off the game because she couldn't kill shit. So Diablo 4 we know is coming. It looks fucking superb. It is coming next gen consoles. Cannot wait for Diablo 4. However, if I get a Vicarious Visions Diablo 2, cult classic Diablo 2 remake before Diablo 4, I'll be shitting kittens with that, mate. That'll be fucking incredible. <laughs> what it's a, it's what like, a parent that is. What a parent. Yeah, it's it's almost like, you know, you didn't really need it, but you want it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't you need it, but it. fucking hell, I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. Um, Potentially... There's a name on it, Diablo Two Resurrected. So well, you know, you know, there's money to be made in remakes, and uh, if you're going to get a remake studio like Vicarious Visions to do it, then there you go. It's a, it's it's almost you you can you can read that and say yeah that's happening. You know, just joining the dots up. Yeah, it's a. I mean, to be fair, it's a busy time. It's a busy time for a Diablo fan. Um, obviously Diablo Four's been worked on now. That's been revealed. We've seen that. Diablo Immortal, which is the mobile game, which by all accounts is um, nowhere near as bad as everybody thought it was going to be. So that's also interesting. If Diablo Immortal turns out to be a fully working port of a Diablo, not port, but a fully realised Diablo game just on your phone and it's not some weird free-to-play fucking microtransaction riddled cash grab, if it turns Mm -hmm. out to be a fleshed out full on Diablo game, which it looks like it's going to be, by the way. Uh, I think I'll probably, you, I say you'll get me back into mobile gaming for a little bit. 
Uh, I forgot to mention something else I've been playing, but I'll, I'll circle back to that. Uh, Diablo 4, Diablo Mortal, and a potentially a Diablo 2 fucking remake. Busy time that's for Diablo fans. That's a lot of Diablo. That's a lot of Diablo. Um, a lot of Diablo. And I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, just quickly, just swinging back around to that point there. The other game that I've been playing this week that I have not, that I didn't touch on there, uh, I, I apologise for this, but I have been playing League of Legends Wild Rift on my iPhone fucking... What? Have I what? <laughs> yeah. What's this, fucking, what? what's this iPhone I've got here? A 12. The blue one. Is this the 12? I don't know. I lose count with your iPhone. I don't so. <laughs> even fucking know which iPhone I've got, but uh, I have been playing, I've been playing League of Legends Wild Rift on my phone. <laughs> Unbelievable. No. Like, do you remember when I went through that League of Legends phase? Uh, on <laughs> PC. On PC uh, oh. I fully expected this <laughs> fucking mobile <laughs> League of Legends to be utter dog shit. And I was like, ah, fuck it, get on then. It's free. I'll try it. Uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Just there's a, there's a deep part of me that's buried somewhere that fucking loves MOBAs. Uh, and that just <laughs> literally, it, it just knocked the scab straight off that, like, it ripped that scar, that well-heeled scar, because I haven't touched a MOBA for fucking years. As soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, try it out. Yeah. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, to the point and where... And I was later, coming up for air. Yeah, you better believe. You better believe. If I keep... I, I promise you this, right? As my name is all franchise, as I am the future of content creation, hand on heart... If I play that game for at least another 30 minutes, I'm going to throw some money at that fucker. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised throw, you haven't already. <laughs> I'm going to throw... Well, it took us quite by surprise. It's just That's the only reason I haven't. I was so shocked at how much oh. I was enjoying playing. One, on my phone. Two, a League of Legends game. Unbelievable. Oh. Do you remember the Lord of the Rings MOBA that came out? I can't remember oh, what the fuck that was called, but I fucking loved that. No, that was on Xbox. But there, I need to fucking... Yeah, I'll give you some ASMR in chat, Lord. Lord of the Rings MOBA. What was Guardians that, Lord of the Rings MOBA? Guardians of Middle-Earth. Is that still... Is that still a game? Hang on. It's no longer supported. Oh, there is a small community. Ah, oh, It was a brilliant <laughs> oh, MOBA, that. That Lord of the Rings. That Lord of the Rings MOBA was fucking superb. Yeah, I mean, look at that. 86% of users like this. Great game, great game. Why did they get? Why did they not support that anymore? Making money elsewhere. Yeah. People didn't throw enough money at it, probably. <laughs> at the time, people didn't throw enough money at it. Devastated. Uh, Johnny, there's only one more piece of news that I want to touch on, and for the third time this week, Hitman appears in our uh, fucking. Actually, there's two. Uh, Hitman. Not so much because of Hitman, but because we talked about IO Interactive and that level looking a lot like Skyfall. Uh, there are a few new details on IO Interactive's Bond game. It'll be a all-digital Bond that is not inspired by a Bond actor. Original story that could be turned into a trilogy. IO currently has around 200 employees and it's it expects that number to grow to over 400 during the course of building this uh, Bond game. So, yeah, fucking brilliant. All in, brilliant, all in. Brilliant idea, you know what I mean? Great it, it idea. Like, apart from GoldenEye, Right, obviously, yeah, very great FPS, you know, just fantastic game and instant yeah. nostalgia. You know, having something that's just based on the source material, yeah, 
you know, the, or the, just the, the license itself, you know, and the, and the stylings of Bond and not associated with any kind of, no. you know, free free from the, the the restrictions of the movie yeah. narrative. Do you know what this is? Awesome. This is Rocksteady's uh, Batman Arkham Universe. Yes, That's what this it could is. be. Source you materials be, yeah. there. Play with it. You could exactly. see... You could see Blofeld, you could see Jaws, you could see fucking Octopussy. I don't know. You've got just a wealth of of actual source material and lore from all of... Uh, what is it Fleming? Is that what he's called? Fleming? Yeah, Ian yeah, Fleming? Yeah. Ian Fleming's books. All of that source material is there to pull from to create your own Bond universe. And what a studio to do, man. IO Interactive. Especially after playing Hitman 3, especially after playing the Dartmoor level, I'm like... Fucking if like if Agent Forty Seven had hair, I might as well have been playing. Like it, it makes you wonder, right? If that was pitched when they when they did the, did the game, yeah. right? And then someone went, oh, "It's like a Bond game," and someone went, "Well, let's pitch this idea." Yeah, you know, this is this is what we can do. And if someone saw that level and went, "Yeah, do it," <laughs> all in, all in. It's yours. You win. You win. Uh, the other small bit of news that I've got for you is uh, Bio Mutant. The THQ Nordic game, which has been just just on the periphery for what yes. feels like uh-huh. forever, just forever. This adorable little fucking fat ferret thing that does kung fu, uh, <laughs> fucking with weird guns and sticks, and it just it's just existed. And it's like you are so fucking barmy. I'm interested, but at the same time, you're so far away. I, I'm not going to really pay you that much attention. That's coming out in May, May 25th, 2021. Uh, And we know more about that game now. I expect the marketing machine to ramp up somewhat uh, to just get in front of more eyes because what started out looking like a linear story about this little fat ferret fella who does Kung Fu, uh, it's an entirely different game altogether. That is not representative of what that game is. The early footage made it appear one way, and the footage that's since been released is like that little fat ferret fella with the goggles and the stick and the massive gun. That is one of the many different customization options you can have for your skin, mm-hmm. for your very own little fat ferret fella. Uh, and it, it, it looks to be an incredibly deep RPG. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I am here for it. The crazy thing is because of like, you know, obviously with a lot of delays happening, right? And you know, the woods clearing and actually these games that were on the periphery and probably games that we didn't even, you know, think would play a part of our narrative mm-hmm. are now the ones that were available and right here. You know what I mean? And nothing yeah, yeah. else is around. Right. So yeah. it's like, 100%. It, again, there's a lot of games I think is going to be in 2021 that weren't on the periphery. Oh, sorry, were on the periphery and weren't in our sites to play straight away. I think they're going to come front and centre. Yeah, here's what I'm looking at. If this is <clears throat> if Bio Mutants just dropped right with a 2021 release date, Dying Light Two, mm-hmm. Dead Island Two, these have been on the periphery for, for just as long, if if not longer, for Dead Island Two. That fucking that trailer is uh, will live in infamy. You know when the guy goes for a run and at the start of the trailer he's a human, he goes on a jog and the world uh, the zombie apocalypse happens around him while he's jogging and at the end of the trailer. Surprise, surprise, he's a fucking zombie. Like, I'll have to re- re-watch that one. It, that's been uh, doing the rounds for fucking decades at this point. <laughs> like, 2021 might just be this year that totally fucking 
pulls the rug out from under us here. Like, I think yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to get Dying all, Light 2, Dead Island 2, Bio Mutants coming out. Jesus Christ. What else? All the ones that all the ones that haven't been hyped and haven't got the pressure on Fucking them. Hell. Just beyond, to get the head down and do stuff. Beyond Good and Evil. Do we finally say that, 2021? Oof. That's a bold call. That is a bold call. Like, that, uh, I'm starting to think I maybe dreamt the teaser trailer for Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, have you got anything else? Know. Have you got anything else? Because I've uh, I've absolutely smashed the docker there, like and uh, well kudos, kudos, because if, I didn't get me produce a game on look, this week. So look, Johnny, you. you were busy. You had a lot of adulting to do. Uh, you were doing some next level adulting, and I just thought, you know, what it is. It's time I dusted off these producer chops and show a nice guy, Johnny. Show a nice guy, Johnny, that uh, old franchise has still got it. You know what I mean? Put together. We all know whose show it is. We all know <laughs> whose show it is. That's why it's my name on the marquee. <laughs> the uh, uh, a succinct, uh, tightly packed show, full, absolutely full to the bloody oh, right. It's, start, it's starting. To, it's starting to build again. The, yeah. the news is coming. The news is coming. Um, I have nothing. Nothing. Let's uh, let's no have a quick news. check of the dirt sheets then before we before we vanish. Let's have a check of the old dirt sheets. When I say dirt sheets, nine times out of ten, I go to Twitter. That's 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 my place. That's my place for me gaming news. I'm not saying anything, Johnny. I'm I'm not saying anything on. Uh, ah, here we go. Lord of the Rings Gollum delayed to 2022. Of course, of course. Uh, can I ever just have a quick show of hands for who gives a single fuck about that? No one. Oh, yeah. Thought so. Thought so. <laughs> thought so. I mean, I do, I hate. I hate to be an absolute knobhead and fucking dick on on a Lord of the Rings property because I fucking love Lord of the Rings, but eh, really? There's a new trailer out for Werewolf: The Apocalypse, Earthblood. Uh, the the that's coming out on Xbox, PS4, PS5, and PC on February the fourth. If anybody's interested. I think we might be starting to get drip fed more Halo Infinite news as well. Yeah. Coming. So watch this space. I I don't know if I if I've dreamt this or if I read somewhere else that they were going to try and give more monthly updates. Well, speaking of Halo Infinite, the the whole ditch Xbox Live Gold for free to play multiplayer games that feeds in nicely with the Halo Infinite free free to play multiplayer. Mm, good point. Does it not? Mm. Does it not? Yes. <laughs> I'm coming round to your thinking, sir. Now, does it uh, not? No, I mean, right. Let's wrap it up there, Johnny. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games. Two men who just sit and just shoot the shit and talk video games for around about an hour every week. One for their sanity, two for your enjoyment. If nothing else, we just fucking love games. Do you know what I mean? This is all done for the love of games, uh, and. If you've enjoyed what's happened today, if you share our love of games, we would absolutely love it if you would join the community. Uh, jump on over to twitch.tv slash the franchise where you will catch us every Sunday, Monday and Wednesday playing Warzone, uh, now Minecraft. Believe it or not, it was fucking incredible. Uh, and obviously with as more and more of these new releases come out, that, that stream schedule is going to diversify a lot. Um, because Warzone's running out of steam at a terrifying rate of knots for me. 
We do record this podcast every Tuesday. It is soon coming to YouTube, so you'll be able to see our glorious faces while we shoot the shit. And uh, if you've enjoyed what's happened, please do jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. We need to essentially um, trick the algorithm into thinking that we are the first best gaming news podcast, mm. not the second then, best. Yeah. Yeah. And in order to trick the algorithm, we need we need your eyes on our podcast. Or the algorithm, at least, like the eye of Sauron, I fucking love Lord of the Rings, me, needs to see you looking at our podcast or talking about our podcast and sharing the podcast, leaving reviews on the podcast. Anyway, that, that, that's how you help. That's how you help at this point. Uh, and with... Uh, a potential loom and unemployment for me, your help has never seemed uh, more important to me than it is right now. <laughs> so uh, we are available on the socials. Uh, you can find us both on Instagram and Twitter. So search for the franchise, P-H-R-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E or nice guy Johnny, nice underscore guy underscore Johnny or nice underscore guy underscore audio. Am I right in thinking? Uh, ni- yeah, nice underscore guy underscore Johnny is my main handle, but I'm under a nice guy audio as well. So. There you go. Well, just if you find one of us, you'll find the pair of us. Uh, it's probably easier to find me. Um, plus, that makes me feel special if you look for me first, because it's my name on the fucking marquee, baby. Uh, give him your adoration and give him your applause, <laughs> and he'll pay you back in spades. <laughs> Build me the statue. Until <laughs> next time, Liz. Say bye, Johnny. Bye, Johnny. Gay Panthers. <laughs>